0: And welcome back to the Part-Time Talk Podcast. My name is Grant. My name is Dave. 25 weeks have passed. We are now at the end of My Hero Academia Season 5. Uh, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, uh, this is an anime-only podcast. Uh, we have no insights into the manga or anything future down the road. Uh, so just pretty much whatever we talk about here is just uh, our insights into the episode watch. So, Dave, we are at the end. How are you feeling?
1: We made it. We made it. This is it. <laughs> This is this is how men are made.
0: Uh, I I Wait. don't know what I came out with on the other end of this, but I feel like I've come out with something.
1: We're out we're coming out the other end of the tunnel.
0: <sighs> but you, you know what, we had some there were some peaks and valleys. There were. But and I, downs. you know, and this episode just couldn't help but solve it just it, it just peaked in valley yeah. <laughs> the entirety of the season it's so fitting
1: that's a good point i was gonna say this episode is a great mini encapsulation of what the entire season has been which is yeah. to say hit and miss <laughs>
0: hit and miss for sure so um i guess um before we get into the synopsis we'd, we'd like to give a shout out to uh, reddit user mdesign247 uh for the dobby thumbnail again dope <laughs> one of our uh, yeah
1: favorite of uh of the whole season and yeah. i don't know if we've had many or any dobby thumbnails throughout season five and i was kind of hoping that we would get get a good I one and uh faintly
0: remember one i could be misremembering like i so, said yeah. you and i see a lot of fan art in a day yeah. just from our own browsing but uh but yeah again thank you again to M Design 247 for that
1: we're ending strong
0: Um, So to the synopsis, uh, both sides prepare for the confrontation between the heroes and the Paranormal Liberation Front as Class 1A finishes their first year of high school. But did they?
1: (laughs) (laughs) But did they, though?
0: (laughs) Man. Okay. As finales go, not not the strongest. Not super strong. But also kind of... We kind of, I think we knew we were going to go out this way because obviously Mm -hmm. season six was announced before Mm -hmm. this episode even aired and it's Mm -hmm. very much set up that way. And this kind of just, I'm glad they didn't cliffhanger us.
1: Yeah. You know, that might've been worse. Like we've, you know, we actually, uh, just finished covering, uh, Tokyo Revengers on the post show and no spoilers, but you know, these are two very different shows with very Mm -hmm. different, uh, season finales and that's just like something topical of mind. Sure. Um, or, you know, Attack on Titan we covered uh, at the beginning of the year and that was a big cliffhanger So I think if you have to choose sometimes it's better to have like a natural ending to the arc But you also know what's coming next, mm. but it's not like on a heartbeat moment, you know um, So I guess in a way that's nice that like there were it felt like there was some closure to the end of this chapter of season mm-hmm. 5 um, And I think everybody's just hoping that season 6 is a little bit stronger.
0: And, you know, it's uh, I'm, I'm learning to just not listen to what the internet says because mm. I feel like for the past few years I've been reading, oh, this is the arc that everyone hates, or no, this is the arc that everyone loves. Uh. Like, you guys are you guys are in for a treat. And all I've, since this episode has come out, everything I've read is, just wait, guys. Like, they must have been saving the budget for the next arc because <laughs> that's, like, the real deal. It's like, they've been saying this for, for this entire season. I felt like they said it the whole second half of season four. You know, it's just, I, I, I'm just, I'm, I am don't know where to stand with My Hero right now. It's, it's, it's a, a very weird fi- place in the fandom, for me at
1: least. No, I agree. It's at a very precarious uh, moment. I think it, it's tricky because you don't want to, like, state the obvious, but sometimes mm. you need to, right? And I mm-hmm. think that, you know, you should go into a show with your eyes open and, you know, just based off of some of, like, the very loose facts, Right and the loose facts are this show is going to its sixth season Mm. where its main characters are only just now (laughs) not even exiting their first of several years uh, that they're supposed to be at this school. And if, and you know, as Grant said at the top of the show, like we're not manga readers, so we don't, we don't even know how many volumes there are right, are out. But if I'm pretty sure we're not even halfway through what's already published Mm -hmm. of the manga. So there's a lot more to come and it's just like, if, you know, if every season is going to have peaks and valleys like this, um, you know, where, like, there's, like, business up front, or you save it for later, or or whatever, um, that's completely fine. But I think we're also, like, signing up for a show that's going to be on for, like, a dozen seasons before, it, you know, we get some meaningful closure to some of the really, really big arcs, which mm-hmm. are kind of what suck everybody in to begin with, right? If like, yeah. you think about, like, the origins of My Hero Academia. It's... Midoriya on his quest to be the number one hero because that's how the show is introduced to you his relationship with all might and Then their confrontation with you know good and evil vis-a-vis You know one for all all for one and the League of Villains and all that And that hasn't really moved much in Mm. five seasons. We're kind of where we were Not to I'm not shitting all over it. I'm just saying like I think like we kind of got to be aware of like Maybe just the pace this whole thing is gonna move at. does that make sense or is that too harsh?
0: no absolutely and you know there's there's really not much more for me to add on to that because you know we, we we've been saying this all season mm-hmm. you know like you know like we'll we'll get into the plot of the episode there but there's just there's been so many things this season you know i like i never felt you know season three and even season four i never felt like at any point the show was being used as a springboard for other media marketing mm-hmm. you know it, 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 this season kind of just felt like a marketing campaign
1: well a setup up for the
0: uh... for the movie and then also now even a setup for like a like an immediate follow-up season this isn't like you know like the difference is like attack on Titan you know you know that's that's what we've talked about with you know listeners of the show and between you and I like season four we knew it was gonna be split up. Or we didn't know, but like at least we know we're getting a continuous story of where we left off. Mm-hmm. And we're getting that now too, but it's it just seems so strange they're marketing this as like a season six. You know, like why didn't we just, you know, call it what it is. Like let's just call it like a you know, a two Like a two-pronged season Mm -hmm. kind of thing. That's how they should have said that. And then now it just feels like, oh, we're going to start fresh again and dead. No, we're going to be jumping right into a new thing or like into the same stuff again. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see like where everyone's memory is at going from this time to, you know, next year, hypothetically. When it comes out, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be a very, it's like you said, the um, precarious was a good word just between the fan base and all that. It's I've just never felt this way with My Hero it's it's very strange
1: yeah it's also uh you know last thing before we jump into uh into the plot breakdown but it's been an incredibly strong year for anime um you know if you guys haven't been listening to the post show that's it's a whole other show that we release um a couple days after this one and we talk about everything else we're watching and this year has been incredibly stacked Mm. for anime so like you can't really afford to like Kind Of rest, uh, kind of on your laurels and put out like filler content when, like, there's just so much more captivating stuff out there being, uh, being injected in the mainstream.
0: 100%. Okay.
1: Um, so this episode opens, uh, right where we left off, uh, but with Hawks, and he's present at this like liberation league mink- co mingling networking event <laughs> mm-hmm. for the paranormal liberation front. Um, and it's more or less just Hawks, you know, having more internal monologue, which I feel like we've, that's pretty much where he's been the last several times we've seen him. <laughs> yeah. It's him looking around, being like, being like, shit, this looks serious. I better figure this stuff out and make sure people, you know, heroes are aware of what happens. Um, but there is a bit of development. Um, and that's basically a quick flashback of him showing genist yeah. in a body bag to Dobby. So what do you think that what do you think is up with that? Do you think that's uh, a <laughs> this, misdirect or that's, a very obvious misdirect?
0: I think this is, uh, you know, it's it is hard to say because when they showed him in the body bag, there was the initial like shock and horror of like oh my god, like did he crumble his body <laughs> into a bag? But then, and then you know, I immediately thought of. Oh well, this has to be Mister. This has to be like his backup or something like that. Like, this is something between him and them. But then they cut to Hawks' face and his reaction, yeah. and you know, it's just like oh, like, he feels some, like serious regret here. <laughs> you know, it just kind of looked that way. Yeah. You know, that could that could be a red herring by them, I, which would be a little lame. But
1: I just had a theory. It seems very unlikely, um, and it's what if. Which guy was it? Was it Skeptic or... One of the guys on the Paranormal, on the Liberation Front side, was able to make puppets. Remember, they made puppets of uh, twice? that mean be Mr. Skeptic. What... I mean, it seems so unlikely that Mr. Skeptic is aligned with Hawks, but what if it's like a puppet or just like a dummy of Genus' body? It, I guess that's probably not likely, but like... Do, do we really think Genus is dead after we, after they took the time to specifically confirm him as being alive? And then they also sent up
0: like Go made the statement of like I'm only you know I'm gonna say my my hero name to, you know to a specific person like alluding to Genis. So there's definitely some still some like hot you know irons in in the fire, you know relating to him. Like that'd be weird for them to tee those up and then kind of just like leave them. Yeah, you know, I'm sure it's not unheard of that happening, but um, you know, and then also too. Kind of like to jump on your, you know, theory of the moment is there was that weird moment between Redestro and Mr. Skeptic about um, I think it was uh, but like you made a mistake or you know you've made a mistake only one other time. Maybe that could could tee up potentially some Mr. Skeptic, you know, abandoning them or or whatnot. But uh, good callback. Yeah. Back. yeah I forgot so it's it, it's interesting. Like I said, you know, we we I know we sounded harsh a few minutes ago about like the future of my hero, but they do these things where they just tee up so much stuff. You're like, like which way is the ball coming? I was, you know? I was gonna say
1: yeah. There's so many balls in the air, and yeah, they haven't. You know who knows if like by the end of the show if, or the story if everything is like wrapped in a neat little bow mm. but it's it would be hard to imagine that that you close every single thread um that they have open right now because there's just mm-hmm. so much going on yeah um then we go back to shigaraki and the doctor incredibly weird scene i mean i'm curious about what you think um it's they basically just recap the fight and you know shigaraki's fight with uh with Redestro and you know how shigaraki has kind of like made some really big gains with his quirk but Mm -hmm. his arm is like kind of destroyed right Mm -hmm. so the idea is like you know he says his body's a little bit too fragile and he's going to need to be a little bit more you know toughened up if he's going to appropriately destroy everything like all might has created so he's like set on his path right Mm -hmm. and theoretically the doctor is going to help him right that's what like a lot of this work has been for is so that the doctor can hypothetically provide him with some kind of further power boost or something that is unclear the doctor starts talking about this whole like oh this is what all for one was really into and it's about quirk uh research into the quirk singularity and mm. simultaneous use of quirks do you remember like a week ago like last episode or the one before that we were talking about like sometimes they just feel the need to like give someone a monologue mm. and there's not a lot of anything in it Sure. I don't know what it was. It might have been my mood, but I did watch this episode twice. I I was just like, what are we trying to get at here? Because that felt like an incredibly long scene of the doctor talking about nothing but something. Yeah, they. it's it's very strange. It could be translation, too. I don't know.
0: It could be that, too. Because is this also the scene where because i i've only i only had the one chance to watch this episode but i I can't remember if it's it's later in the episode because there's a moment between uh present mike and Mm aizwa but it it might be between the doctor and shigaraki they're making references to like the current state of things like kind of essentially their army Mm -hmm. and they make you know and i think yeah so i think it's all around when you know shigaraki's talking about like you know he's too fragile Mm -hmm. but they make references like there's that the power that you're gonna get you know, mm-hmm. there's the you know the Liberation Army. There's like your lieutenants, and then they make reference to like Nomus. The um, yeah. D- again, this is out of, d- Did you not find it weird they said Nomus and they pinned it right on Dobby's face?
1: Oh yeah, I did notice that. I think
0: that's that. That is the same scene, right? I think. The- so I'm wondering if that was just a pilot for setting up like other stuff around it. Like it's it seems to be their usage of these monologues, mm-hmm. is just to kind of like. Let me talk, 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 yeah. and then I'll do some visual storytelling, it kind of in, in the background a little bit. So I think maybe that's kind of what, what they're going for here. And do you
1: think Dobby was created? Do you think he's a Nomu? That
0: well, they, might... they 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 teed it up early in this. Like, yeah. I, you know, this I've been stuck on this since it happened. Is when they first meet up with the Doctor, and they he get says,
1: the... I've met some of you before.
0: Essentially and then like you know like the way like Dobby kind of like just flat out talks to the doctor of like no I'm not doing this or I'm I'm doing that so it's like I wonder if there's some rapport there
1: history so is
0: kind. so there's that so I'm just wondering if that scene of like just like long-winded of like nothingness I think there is some stuff is it there meant, yeah
1: it was, I, like I,
0: yeah. I think there's visual storytelling in, in, in that instance
1: okay fair enough that's a good take um, he does say to Tomara, you're gonna be in pain for hellish pain for four months <laughs> <laughs> then everything will be in the palm of your hand, even one for all. I, I don't yeah. know what that means at all. Meaning, I think you're going to get such a power boost, you're coming out of this hyperbolic time chamber after I've mm. electrocuted you for four months. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Um, okay. Back to the present and back to the heroes after a significant amount of time away it's um, nice to see them yes so it's yeah. basically you know i'm not going to go over the whole thing i don't think it's necessary because it, it sure. seems like a very clear scene that is just specifically designed to tell you that class a has made a lot of progress yeah. um we go back to the present and they're just crushing drills right everyone from naval laser the best part up, of that to, is naval laser to, <laughs> Naval laser and ayama uh, her <laughs> bending the light yeah is that's like my favorite team up yeah um sugar sugar rush ojiro Dupli arms mineta kaminari the yeah. whole class everybody has a little moment of them crushing drills and showing that you know that they're, they're teaming up and they've grown so that's great uh, and then it ends on midoriya doing the same thing you know using full cowling we haven't seen that like all season it feels like
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh and the black whip and he uses it like you know he later says i can really only use it for a second but mm-hmm. he does use it pretty adeptly like he uses it to control i think he like you know grabs several cars or s- objects in from midair um using that quirk and it works out pretty well mm-hmm. and then all might has this like quick little moment of like
0: i'm a proud dad. i'm a proud dad <laughs> but also
1: like i it, you know we touch on this later but like he kind of it felt like to me like he was also like damn like i don't have much more to offer you hmm did you feel that at all
0: i think there's been like they've been teeing up a little bit of not maybe not hopelessness that's not the right word Mm -hmm. but just you know he they they definitely hit the point where he knows like he just can't be what he was yeah um
1: that's gonna come with an identity crisis especially considered how they introduce the character to you right
0: he was and that's the thing too he wasn't just the number one hero he was the hero Mm -hmm. you know he was like generational you know <clears throat> he, like, all encompassing power. Like, j- and that, you know, that's the nice thing, too. Like, we have gotten to know this character, and, like, we don't see, like, you know, he, he didn't have to, like, burn and, like, you know, burn people, you know, no pun intended, we didn't have to burn people like Endeavor did. You know, like, there wasn't, like, a, a ruthless path to get to do what he needed to do. So he's just, you know, it's, it probably, you know, it kind of just came natural to him. So it's weird to not have that in his life anymore. But, yeah. uh, and, like I said, they've hit that out throughout the season they definitely hit it again (laughs) this episode Mm but um which you know that that comes later but uh but yeah no definitely just seeing them all proud and you know bakugo too you know he's he he definitely has become it's kind of nice to see ever since bakugo found out about like one for all he kind of took bakugo under his wing a little bit
1: yeah now they're a little trio this is like a scene in advance but like it feels like every time they talk about Midoriya's quirk and Mm. the history of it Bakugo is present now yeah very I mean not very much but distantly reminds me of like a Goku Vegeta Mm. like um I guess you haven't seen it but in Dragon Ball Super they're much more of a duo that is competitive as Mm. opposed to like Goku and like interchangeable side like secondary characters like Vegeta's very front and center as like Oh. a duo kind of thing do you know what i mean
0: i remember i watched the first episode of dragon ball super and mm. it was just vegeta on holidays i'm just being like what <laughs> i watched dragon ball in 10 years what is this yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> but but anyway yeah it feels like they're they're kind of going for making sure. baku go much more central to midoriya's story like he's he's invested
0: which makes sense that's, it does I mean, that's because the right of their, their
1: relationship right so it, it does work quite well um We have that very quick scene that you mentioned earlier of President Mike and Aizawa. It's like five seconds. They're talking about like, what are you going to do if we find out about more no But like Mm -hmm. then they're interrupted immediately by some students because Aerie uh, is having some issues. It's kind of like the show is like, remember this? We Mm -hmm. set this up a season and a half ago. Don't forget about this. Yeah. So her horn has grown back to normal size. Uh, and it's uh even though it's been a year and a half for us it's probably been like two weeks for her so you know i think that's like just kind of like a bit of an egg that they're planting you well, don't plant eggs you hatch them but you know what i mean
0: The the thing about this scene which is you know i think now that i think about it we kind of we kind of blew past it there was a moment when shigaraki was talking with um, the doctor, and they're talking. They get into the singularity stuff again, mm-hmm. and they talk about like the the fourth generation of. There's a chance that they might not be able to contain their powers because it's so consolidated. And I think Aerie is in because they've they've stated that like Midoriya and co. They are a part of that group as well, like Todoroki specifically. Mm-hmm. So I think they kind of teed that up. For the, you're for paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: right over my head.
0: But um. So I think it it, it made sense because when it was all happening too, Especially like her not with, being able to control her power
1: situation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Really. Okay. That that would make uh, a lot more sense if that's what's going on. Because um, if if it's not that, it's just like a nothing scene.
0: <laughs> yeah. Know? Absolutely.
1: But the problem is like. We've had lots of nothing scenes so sometimes yeah. it's hard to separate <laughs> it people. is hard to tell um okay good 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 pick so um i also want to mention and i hate to hop around I, I, but i just remembered um in that this meeting with Bakugo and all might and midoriya they, they mentioned like some things that i thought were particularly neat um just about because you know as i as i'm sure it's to say with a lot of people my favorite stuff is the all for one stuff and the one for all stuff, right? Yeah, um, vestiges so, and, and vestiges. Not. Yeah, so All Might has done some research, um, and he's found that you know he found some of the previous holders of the Quirk, but not mm-hmm. all of them. Bakugo is actually the one who makes like a big uh, pick, and he goes like, none of them started out with strong quirks. They were all kind of like supportive quirks. None of the heroes were particularly famous, mm-hmm. and then we realize they all died young. Uh, presumably because they lost in their fights for uh, against All For One, mm. and uh, they just kept passing down the quirk and passing down the quirk, and eventually it was cultivated strongly enough that you know All Might was uh, able to put up a pretty good fight. But even then, mm-hmm. even he, you know, lost pretty much everything uh, in his encounters with uh, All For One before and after he passed the quirk along to Midoriya. So it feels, you know, it's cool to have some of the history.
0: And you see, you hear this playing out. You know, and you're like, this show is so fucking cool. Yeah. You know, you're like, why are we not just 100% dialed into this almost yeah. all the time? It's frustrating. It, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, because I I was like, oh, fuck, like, that's pretty badass. And then, you know, almost like, okay, I think it's time to move on to the next quirk. And it's like, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, yeah, it's time. Like, fuck it. We <laughs> we've only known, you know, we've only had Black Whip for, you know, half a season. Yeah. And so in a way, it almost feels soon. But in another way, it's like, well, no, we also got to get fucking moving, right? So yeah, uh, I I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see where that goes. He says it's the quirk is called float, mm. and it's this is also from a super topical character, Nana Shimura, who's Tomura Shigaraki's grandmother. Perfect uh, timing. We just saw in a flashback. It's almost mm-hmm. like that was meant to be teed up. Um, so yeah, I think that's really cool that we're gonna get around to her sooner rather than later because like. She hasn't been talked about a lot, but she sounds like a pretty cool character.
0: Well, that's the thing, because the most we've had is, like, you know, fleeting moments between Gran Torino and mm-hmm. All Might. Yep. And then all the stuff with, you know, Tamura, you know, Tamura's, like, you know, his... When he found out about about his grandmother being a hero and all that, like, we got a little more... And then, you know, all the drama with his dad and, and, and all that. So we, you know, we got a taste of it, and it's like, okay, I think we're... Again... Thank you, my hero, for doing some follow-up. You know, mm-hmm. obviously, it's still going to be a year or so out, but at least it's on the top of our minds, knowing we are going to be getting it. But um, I remember hearing at when at first they're saying, "All right, we're on to the next power." I was kind of like, kind of so much what you said. I was like, oh, "Is this too soon?" Mm-hmm. But then they followed up with like whose power it was, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, like <laughs> good choice," <laughs> you know. And you know,
1: like this show, um, they can do time skips pretty adeptly, right? Uh, if they needed to burn an episode or two. On, you know, uh, Midoriya mastering Black Whip over the summer yeah. and coming back fresh, ready to learn Float, they could easily pull that off. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that'll be really cool to see that move along. Mm-hmm. The next scene is the hot pot party. I don't know, like this was like a, I guess just like their slice of life moment for the episode.
0: It was like the Christmas episode. It worked. It was good. It was light-hearted You know. Yeah, they Get talked about their first year
1: ending in three months, so it's technically not even over yet. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think if there's anything really of substance there. I don't think so, other than like them talking about food and some lighthearted jokes. But then Izawa goes outside to talk to All Might.
0: Yeah, here we go. Let's go, juice.
1: Yeah, well, this is where the juice is. So he <laughs> says he's got a message from Takashi to to it's a uh, Takashi Takashi uh, six nine um has a message oh from All Might. Gross. Um, but no, yes, yeah, the cop guy that All Might's friends with. And he says he wants you to postpone your meeting with Stain. Bum, Let's bum, bum. Fucking
0: go. I'm s- yeah. All season you and I have been begging for him. They tease we knew we had a feeling. We had a feeling. It's not this season, obviously. I won't but- take
1: credit, it was all you. You were like, Oh, it'd be <sighs> great to have him back and then I think you had like a pick like a couple a few weeks back and you were like, Oh, you know, maybe something with Stain. Mm. Um, yeah, it'd be great. Thank you. Uh, Thank to you. have <laughs> have him uh back because he was such a fun character and you know like i don't want to well i don't know if this is the case but what i was going to say was some of my favorite moments from my hero are always pretty bloody and Mm -hmm. uh stain was a pretty bloody character and uh pretty almost joker-esque for my hero sure you know it's like as pg as you can make the joker and that like he was, like, brutal and terrifying, but, like, there was, like, a weird method in there somewhere. So well, here's... I guess that's not what the Joker is. Anyway, go ahead.
0: Here, so here's my Stain take. You know, this is this is head in the clouds. I'm, I'm praying. No guarantees it's happening. You know, mm-hmm. like... Stain was all about anti-the-false hero, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, not living up to your true image of, like, not what a hero is to be. I wonder if Stain's got a bone to pick with with what's going on with the former liberation meta, or the paranormal liberation front or whatever, would and all these all these heroes mixed in saying they're heroes, but they're really villains, and they're just, like, thinking about themselves because they just want to use their meta powers. Oh, yeah. I wonder if we're <laughs> going to have Stain let loose if this game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, how all da- right, Stain, go roll
1: some heads. <laughs> yeah, like, we need backup. Dude, that'd be such a fun
0: arc. <laughs> that would be, like, I, I doubt it, but, like, that would be such... I, honestly, I don't know. This show is... The show we there's a wiggle whole, room. There's wiggle a, room.
1: Yeah, we got a whole my villain yeah. academia arc, you know. <sighs> I, I I don't know if I would have predicted that. So you know, I would you never know.
0: I would kill for just like a ten minute scene with Stain. All Might and Stain going back and forth, the number one hero former number one hero. Mm-hmm. And you know, Stain the hero killer. Oh fuck. Give me dope. some cool shit. dope, dope. Um dope.
1: so yeah, that's that's coming. That's another thing teed up for season six. Um and then Aizawa says that he's going to begin uh, Ares' training next week. Oh. All Might says he'll help with that. So, you know, lots of... They're just setting a lot of things up, right? Because the, we're rapidly approaching the end of the episode and mm-hmm. the season here.
0: And I think this is what's going to fill that, you know, that, you know, the hopelessness or, like, fill up that whole hopelessness for All Might. that's what being, he says next. Yeah, like yeah. It feels
1: kind of powerless, right?
0: But him being able to, like, you know, Ares clearly has, like, you know... <laughs> Armageddon-level power, like, mm-hmm. kind of just sitting there, you know, because it was actually crazy to see her power. and Like, you know, we, we've talked about that overhaul fight is all-time. Mm-hmm. Like, all-time. Like, her and just her, you know, and she is the reason overhaul was defeated, realistically. Like,
1: I mean, all-time My Hero, all-time anime fight. The soundtrack
0: was, is beautiful. It's amazing. You know, like, they could really tee up Eri to be a super interesting and powerful character. Yep. And, you know, it, it's kind of nice to see this character. They, they kind of touched a bit of it with you know her being used by you know the the yakuza or like over i I forget their name but essentially overhauls society yeah they were the organized crime
1: Yakuza take on the yakuza
0: yeah and you know like so she was kind of wrapped up in that villain world i think she is way more suitable as like just an up-and-coming midoriya type character who like has the power to be like even greater kind of thing so it's, I think this is really cool The So again, we're probably years away from anything of like super substantial, mm-hmm. but like it's, it's good to see.
1: Um, then we go to Jaku Hospital and someone mm-hmm. asks the doctor, the doctor that's been working with Shigaraki and co. You know, how's it, how is his research going? And he says, all that's left is to wait for the finishing touches. And then that's where they cut to Tomura being, you know, zapped by all these cables. Um, from here we go to Hawks. And Mm. he's just he's undercover, um, still, and he's monologuing internally, just saying, you know, X Day will be here soon, you know, like the the Mm. big, the prophesized day where the Paranormal Liberation Front kind of makes their move. Um, And then we get credits, but there is an after credits uh, scene, though it's not there's not really much there. Um, Mm. There's some weird setup here, so um, there's a couple things. One is all the students are realizing that their work studies. Uh, which is like how they're going to wrap up their first year, are expeditionary operations. So Mm -hmm. it just sounds like they're going to be probably used for some kind of exercise or some kind of real uh, confrontation where they're actually going to work alongside with pro heroes.
0: I think it's them teeing up, like getting the jump on the paranormal liberation front. Yeah,
1: Yeah. Um, That's my guess too. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's a... You know, because the green-haired chick is there, the green-haired girl that worked with uh, Endeavor. Uh, mm-hmm. She was there prepping them for some kind of encounter. Um, and then there's the five-second scene with the cute kid uh, named Day, D-A-I, Die. Mm. Uh, he's got an Endeavor doll, and someone that looks like a guardian-type older sister, or maybe a mom, is saying, are you ready for your first day, or your mm. first day of first grade? For, uh, you know, for the, my hero, uh, for the uh, for the school, so... Maybe just a new character that's going to shake things up in season six.
0: Or Shigarashki uh, crushes his school.
1: Yeah, or that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's the finale of season that five. Of is rap. That is a wrap.
0: That is a wrap,
1: Dave. Holy cow. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. It Holy. You know, like, this is crazy. This was 25 weeks of episodes. And we have been... Um, not kind you know just as <laughs> just as often as we've been kind you know I think like the season had a lot of hype on it not just from us but from a lot of people sure um so and you know it was like it was a little hit and miss sometimes and no show is perfect and you know we never mean to be overly critical we we're obviously really big fans because we've uh, dedicated 25 weeks of our lives to talk about it <laughs> so mm-hmm. um yeah you know just hope you guys uh hope you guys enjoyed it yeah thank you very much um, maybe we should tell them a little bit about what's next. So,
0: you know, stay, I think we're stating the obvious here. Like, we're covering Demon Slayer
1: Season 2, week to week.
0: Mm-hmm. Pencil, pencil it in. Um, Early
1: December, because if you guys miss the news, basically De- Demon Slayer is coming back soon, but they're pretty much just going to, like, rehash most of the movie for the first, what is it, six weeks or so? Six or Six seven? weeks, but
0: there is going to be... Um, one new episode with some new one content. new episode, one new I think the opening episode in next week or the mm. week after is going to be a new episode following uh, Rengoku um, yeah on
1: his way to the events of the movie right
0: and then there and apparently there's new scenes and new edits throughout so like it is going to be worth watching week to week yeah but I think we're only really going to jump in in December um that's so when like the brand new arc starts The like, that uh, picks up after red light district arc or whatever, whatever they're calling it yeah entertainment it, or something entertainment district um so i think in the meantime we are going to keep doing the post show week mm-hmm. to week so please everyone check those out on fridays and i think every two weeks we're going to do a anime movie night uh we're both going to go through you know classics and some newer stuff we've seen we've we kind of kicked around uh dave you had mentioned paprika and yeah. uh i think um, we talked about maybe uh, akira and ghost in the shell and just you know just kind it, of just to yeah. tide us over you know let's take a little bit of break we don't need to jump into a a week-to-week show right away so
1: yeah. there's a lot of really really great anime movies uh and we haven't seen many of them um uh, mm-hmm. just because right just circumstance so there's a lot of really cool ones i'm excited to see grant's never seen akira so we'll have yeah. to have one on that and i've never seen ghost in the shell and yeah we've heard great things about your name and you know just just really great uh, anime movies out there so we've you know there's no shortage of content so look forward to those episodes but like grant said otherwise weekly the post show and if you've never listened to the post show check it out this friday or any of the old episodes it's basically everything else we watch with a much more kind of relaxed feel right like i last week talked about my first ever manga that i read uh, we talk, I, you know, I usually review some kind of movie. There we talk about Sunny Boy. We mm-hmm. did To Your Eternity and Tokyo Revengers and all that good stuff. So there's there's a uh, plenty of content on the post show for you.
0: Yeah, check it out, guys.
1: Cool, man. Thank you guys so much for listening. What a blast! Um, if you haven't already, like, comment, subscribe, follow the podcast, support it on social media, however uh, you see fit, on whatever social media platform that you see fit. And uh, again. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, guys. Cheers.